previously on Hero Squad. The five of y'all all kind of have all your stuff. You're kind of sitting on the side of the road. Mm -hmm. The caravan has left you behind. You're right at the edge of the forest. You can see that there is a little an encampment and there seems to be this large obelisk type structure. Do we see people? Yeah, in the distance, you can definitely see disciples. So I guess we will wait until uh, we see the guards freaking out and distracted and hopefully running in the direction of the T-Rex and then see if we can sneak in closer. And out comes Hex. <gasps> and Bravo, you can see, is looking around, trying to figure out like what to do. And then he looks up at the moon and you see him slowly start to like shake and convulse. Werewolves! Gather round, for it is time for adventure, for intrigue, for epic attacks and critical failures, for lewd encounters and for scandalous results, for dice rolls that would make a grown man cry and improv that would make a dungeon master weep. It is time to go on a journey about what it means to be a hero. So sharpen your blades and notch your arrows, because it's time for Hero Squad! Alright, so you find yourselves in the Hall of a Thousand Mirrors. All around you, there are mirrors. Uh, different types of mirrors, some with ornate frames, some just walls that are just silvered in glass. Um, as you look at the mirrors, seeing yourself in a thousand different ways, um, they don't necessarily just reflect you back. Uh, there you see some different stuff in there. Um, so can I ask, is yeah. it a literal hall? Like there's mirrors on either side and then uh, there's no, they're kind of like different, different halls. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so there, there's, there's like, it sort of looks like maybe like a, a, a series, like a network of tunnels or pathways or whatnot. The difficulty is that uh, because it's all mirrored, it's hard to tell what is another hallway and what is another mirror, it, you it's know? It's more akin to like a fun house. It's like a fun house yeah. hall of mirrors. Um, but guess, are the yeah. mirrors framed or are they, some. Or are they shattered like the... Uh like no, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. And there's some are shattered. I yeah. mean, there's all different types of mirrors. Like okay. it looks like there's, you know, it's a if one were to worship mirrors, yeah. every kind of mirror, yeah. this would be the collection of that person. That's not what it is. But I'm saying like that. Think about that. Yeah. Like, yeah. What would someone who's like obsessed with mirrors have? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So we are in this hall. Yeah. I guess I'm, I'm looking at the mirrors. Mm -hmm. I, I am trying to study them to see what okay. I see. I am very concerned for Ravo. I am mm -hmm. looking outside. Okay. And I am like, is there any way we can go back outside? Yeah. And you're no. You, I, yeah. Once you, you go in, do you, is it, do you have to find an exit? Well, or I mean, you can't you, go back the way you came in. Yeah. Oh, funny. All right. Wow. So yeah, you, uh, you go up to the door and, uh, that you came in through and you put your hand up to it. You can't seem to push through. Mm. Okay. You, and as you touch it, you you feel like, okay, this is something that you, like from magic, like that yeah. you understand, you're like, okay, this, this door goes one way, but you know that there must be another one somewhere else. When you we, can feel like there's a, there's a pairing. When we came in, mm -hmm. were we able to see through the mirror? 
Like, or we only no, see the reflection. you saw the reflection. Okay, so there's no way we can actually try to uh, signal to Ravo. Not as far as you know. Okay. Can I? And you can look out, and you can still see the battle happening yeah, yeah. Yeah. now Ravo with the T Rex okay? gone. No, I mean, like there, are, it seems like Ravo is, you know, fighting Hex, you yeah. know, but he's, you know, not doing great, mm. and he's surrounded by lizard folk now who are all just like kind of like standing around with their spears and whatnot. Uh, Pentar has gotten himself out of his uh, um, tent predicament and you can see him kind of like fumbling through this like box nearby. He's clearly irritated. Uh, Tent predicament is a euphemism for something. It certainly is. (laughs) It should be. It should be. And I know just the euphemism. Um, I'd like to do a perception check Mm -hmm. for I was, my Atlas is thinking the mm-hmm. last time we were in a obelisk like mm-hmm. this, we felt and we heard whispering. We mm-hmm. felt mm-hmm. at like mm-hmm. an unease. Mm-hmm. I'd just like to know, am I f- sensing anything like that? Yeah. Uh, well, you're looking for it. So go ahead and roll, roll a, roll a perception. That's going to be a 21. Total. Okay. Uh, so what you know, notice is not the same as the whispering rock. Mm. It's not just like wh- little whispers in your voice, not things that are like kind of like, you know, making you kind of like lose it. But whenever you look at a mirror um, and if you stare at a, a, one mirror for too long, stare at yourself in that mirror for too long, you, it definitely starts to deviate from what you're seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you stare into one mirror in particular in front of you for a little while. And as you do, like your face starts to kind of shift and morph mm-hmm. and you swear for a second, you see your mom's face. Okay. Uh, and she looks upset with you. Okay. When I look at Atlas looking mm. into this mirror, do I perceive what he's seeing in the reflection or is this just for him? Uh, yeah, you don't see it. Okay. Brittany is like physically upset. Like she's quiet most of the time, but like she is more quiet mm-hmm. and she pulls out the ugly sun hat that Rhaegar made fun of and like just puts it on because she as as we know from the past, like she has not looked at any mirrors. She does not want to do anything with this kind of magic. And so she's just trying to avoid looking in the mirrors at all costs and just like like hunched and like very physically upset to be here. Okay. Okay. And when you I, I am so concerned for Rava. I'm like, guys, we can't go back through this mirror. We have to find the exit now. Rava's going to well, die if we don't get out of here soon. Were you able to get out through the front door? No, we can't. We have to find an exit. Okay. All right, like, then. I push on it and I'm like, I can't get back out. I like glance back at the mom mirror and I'm like, this is very unsettling. We should get what we need to get and go. We don't even know what we necessarily need to get here. Well, there's no point standing around. We might as well start exploring and find Look, probably the orb that we need. Exactly. Farlin would be here, all right, unless the orb was here as well. All right, this is one of the locations of power, all right? Got to we, we solved the mystery in the last rock. We can solve this one, too. Let's just start pushing on mirrors and seeing if anything opens. That's a bad right, idea. You start pushing on a mirror, and you fall into it. Okay. And is he gone from our party? Y'all now? can't see him. Wait. Rager, where'd you go? I knew that was a bad idea. All right. Well, that worked. Can I see through the mirror back at them? You can see back at them. Guys. Guys. We can't hear this, you. can't hear you. This mirror. Got it. And I'm going to. I'm like, I'm like, like, like to, literally inches away, like looking at you. Yeah. I'd like to perceive the room that I'm in now. Okay. <clears throat> and that is a 18. Yeah. Uh, 
Another hall full of mirrors. Uh, this time, <laughs> uh, unavoidable on the side of you. It's basically like fully mirrored hallway. Just like uh, one constant long, mirror? Long, continuous mirror okay. on every side. Um, so, uh, you continue to walk down that uh, mirror hallway. We'll come to that in a second. Um, I don't think we should split up. We should probably follow him. Did you see which mirror he went into? That one. Because I, I literally was watching him doing it. He went into the mirror? Yes. He pushed on it, which I told him not to, and he fell in. I think we should stay together. Can I make a, I guess, either investigation or some sort of check to see if I read about anything of these mirrors when I was looking up all the curses and all the mythologies of the... Uh, sure. I just want to know that if, like, basically... Like, what happens if we break it? 12, I'll do investigation, so that's like 15. You would know that it's not a smart idea to break a magic mirror. Great. Yep, that's that's what I want to know. Okay. Um, I don't know. Do we do we stick together? I feel like we could be trapped forever if we go into that one. We're well, trapped wait. here forever right now until we find an exit. We should just not break the mirror. Otherwise, Rhaegar might be trapped forever in a mirror world. Well, it's not smart for us to split up in a weird magical mirror realm. Hopefully he didn't start walking away. All right. If you want to stick together, then let's all hop through. I Yes. Okay. So we hop through. I okay. grab Brittany, or Christina's hand. I drag you. I know. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you step through. Yep. Atlas, you're alone. I'm alone. Uh, Rhaegar's not there. Okay. Brittany and Christina aren't there. Okay. It's just you. Um, Christina, you walk in before Brittany. Mm-hmm. You're holding her hand. And as you pass through into the room, um, you kind of look down because it feels like you're still holding her hand, but she's not there. Shit. Same happens to Brittany. I don't like this at all. So you are each now in your own individual <coughs> mirror hallways. Christina, I know you can't hear me, but this is why I didn't want to do this. Can I try to go back the same way? Sure. Ooh, uh, that was like a nine. Yeah, you can't. Okay. Same as before. One way door. So, Rager, mm-hmm. you've been walk- wandering down this hallway, uh, mirrors on every side. And every time you look, right, you're seeing things. It's not like, you know, you see yourself. But it's not like, oh, I'm seeing myself reflected a million times in this mirror. Instead, slowly, there appears to be uh, sort of a town forming. Something that maybe you sort of remember. Something something that kind of like from your history. Uh But you don't, you're not quite in there yet. Um, And as you turn a corner in this ever-winding mirror hallway, you reach another side where now there seems to be a dozen little mirrors all over the wall. And... You can see them. It's sort of arranged in like a circle in front of you, you know, panorama. Mm-hmm. And as you're looking, you see your own face like a hundred times across the walls. But every face is sort of shifting and moving around. And they all look sort of like you, but not like you. Okay. Uh, and as you're kind of looking around at the faces, one of them really kind of catches your attention. And it's a face you haven't seen in a long time. And you almost don't remember that face. And you feel the need to like walk up closer and closer to it. And as you do, you feel the walls of the mirrors closing around you. And you 
start to feel cold. And you remember this cold. It's something that you've tried to put out of your mind. Something that you tried to forget. You are feeling yourself in a cage. And you're holding out your hand as someone walks by and they kick at you. And that's when you first notice how small your hand is. And you're remembering that this is, this is how you grew up. That you were treated poorly. And all of those emotions are coming back to you. That feeling of loneliness. That feeling of not being seen. The feeling that your face has no meaning. That you have no identity. And you start to cry. And we'll come back to you. Okay. Atlas. Long tunnel. You mirror? walk down a long mirror tunnel. I'm walking down the long yes. tunnel of mirrors. And uh, as you continue down this long tunnel of mirrors, around you, you start to see sort of the familiar stonework of a cathedral. Mm-hmm. Uh, something about it you're not quite familiar with, but at the same time, you know, you know this church. Mm-hmm. And you definitely know that person staring at you at the end of the hallway from that very ornate mirror. And all around that mirror, you actually see that symbol that you're so familiar with. Mm. The star that represents your family. Mm -hmm. And you see staring back at you, your mom. Okay. Is she still looking upset? And she looks very upset. And her, your father over her shoulder, additionally, just shaking his head. And this is a memory, but it also feels like it's new. Yeah. You know, it feels like this is something that you would expect. Okay. You're almost not upset. You're kind of, yeah. Yeah. This is what I think. This is what I think would happen. I guess I yell out, what? What do you want from me? Nothing. She's, your mom just kind of like looks at you and. You've seen so much now. It's all been shown before you. You've laid your eyes upon the gods, and still you continue to push them away? You continue not to believe? How much evidence do you need before gods themselves, before you recognize that they are real? I guess I yell back, I've seen the gods. I've seen what they can do. How much evidence do you need to know that they are not what you believe them to be? They are not great. They are not good. You should stop with your foolishness. But the power that they hold is what we say. They do all of the things that we, the tenants, have told of. Yeah, but they we do don't not- worship because it's something that we feel that they deserve. We worship out of fear. And you... You taunt the gods. You wear our symbol as if it's yours. You are nothing. You are not that symbol. You are not this family. And as you hear that, you can feel your dragon mark burning yeah. on your back. But not, not the burning of, oh, this, is, this feels like my salvation. No, this feels bad. Yeah. It hurts. Ah. And... You're holding your shield, and you can actually feel your shield burning in your hand. And it's 
it's it's it's starting to get too hot. Yeah, like you, singeing. You can't hold this anymore. Okay, I drop it down. And when you drop your shield in front of the mirror, your mother's hand reaches out from the mirror, and she places it on the shield, and the star disappears from your shield. Oh, Creepy. crap. And then she pulls her hand back into the mirror, and we'll come back. Okay. Ooh. Brittany. Okay. Uh... Brittany has crumpled into a tiny ball <laughs> and she attempts to cast a spell magic on the mirror that she fell through, came through. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure it's going to work. No. but You actually see your spell shatter against the mirror mm-hmm. like broken glass. Yeah. Thousand shards. <laughs> so you find yourself in this mirrored hallway, crumpled into a little ball. Yep. <laughs> and as you're looking down, you know, sullen, trying to keep your eyes away from mm-hmm, the mirrors. Mm-hmm. You see your own face looking up at you what? from the floor, <laughs> which is also mirrored. <sighs> and you try to close your eyes, mm-hmm. but you can feel the sun on your skin. Oh. And you can feel the air kind of flowing through your hair. Mm-hmm. You feel your wings outstretched and you can, you can feel flight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is just I know what you're doing and I don't want any of this don't show me these things I am not ready and I don't want to deal with this go away leave me alone are you running away or yeah. are you running back and the voice you recognize and it's a voice that you swore that the next time you heard you would bury a blade in the neck of that voice. Uh, she, she was trying to hide and close her eyes and her eyes like open wide and she's like feral and she's like, I will kill you. Oh, your vengeance is palpable, little one. Why don't you come home? We're waiting for you. We've she's always like, been waiting. Brittany's just trying to to keep it together, but she can't. She's just so angry and she's like ripping at her own clothes and just yelling curses beyond curses in celestial and elven and every language that she knows. She's just like, I, one day you will die beneath me. And as you say that, as you say, you will die beneath me. You look below you and you are not standing over the corpse of the one that you would like to see dead. But you're standing over the bodies of your family. And she crumples back up into a ball and sobs wildly. (laughs) And we will come back to you. So, Christina. You find yourself in a hallway. Mm -hmm. And as you're walking along, you're starting to see a familiar place. Stonework. Beautiful bright sky above you that you remember. Mm-hmm. It's a rainbow. It's gorgeous. It's absolutely everything that you've always wanted. And as you're walking along, you hear just a little whisper. It sounds a familiar voice from your past, something a childlike voice. Do you remember? remember do you what? still do you still trust me? And as you turn and look, you see. A young Brittany, one that you would remember 
from when you were younger, the, the other uh, child that you played with, and you're back home. You feel safe. But it's not safe here. But don't you want to come back? Not anymore. But that's where I want to go. I know you do. And I'll help you get there, but I don't want to stay. Are you going to leave me? Alone? I don't know. Are you going to stand up for yourself for once? And suddenly she starts to get kind of vicious. Have you ever had a thought of your own? Or you just follow me everywhere? I make every choice. What have you ever done? You didn't help our family. You just let them die. And she continues to berate you. Mm -hmm. I start crying. Rager. <laughs> Speaking of crying. Yeah. Back to crying I'm in ugly crying. the cage. Yes. <laughs> so, you're in this cage. You remember it very well. And then you have another memory, holding your hand out, as you always did, of someone reaching back and touching your hand. And a glowing light is emitted behind this silhouette. And you see the only face that ever made you feel safe, the face that made you feel comfortable, right? You see your sister. And behind your sister, you see who you remember to be your master. Mm. The one that opened the cage. And as the cage opens in front of you, and as you step out, and you look at your face in the mirror once again, you see it change into the face that you wear today. And you finally kind of touch at your face. Feel like, is this real? Am I, am I back to where I was? And as you do that, you see the hands of your sister and your master. They reach up and they touch one of the mirrors and they're kind of pointing at it. And, and they're just looking back at you. I look into the mirror. <clears throat> and in that mirror, you see your old face smiling. And it reaches out a hand to you through the mirror. I don't want to take it. You need to be yourself. I am myself. No. You haven't been yourself for a long, long time. And like very slowly, I touch the hand. As you touch the hand, the mirror falls, and all of the illusions are gone. You find yourself now just seeing yourself in all of the mirrors, just like a normal hallway of mirrors would be. Uh, and the mirror that hit the ground, as it hits, it doesn't shatter, but it kind of bounces. And as it bounces, out pops a little telescope. Huh. Okay, I grab the telescope. What and as you this? touch it, 
you hear a voice in your head. Navigator. You have seen your true self. And now, you can see beyond this world. Use this to find the way so that you can help the child. The child. And as you hold that, the mirror in front of you opens oh. like a door. Is this, and this is the mirror at the other end of the hall. This yeah. is not the same mirror I came into. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I trepidly step outside of it. Okay. So you step out and we'll come back to you. Atlas. So <clears throat> the I'm- mirror has or the the a hand has reached through okay real quick we're just going to acknowledge it because everybody's pointed and looked at it it's hilarious and rick grows wings (laughs) hilarious comment not what happened just had to just had to do it all right back to it so atlas uh your mother's hand just came out of this mirror she was yelling at you and angry upset disappointed touched your shield yeah and took away the symbol. Yeah. I'm literally more angry than I've ever been in mm. my life. Um, I'm like shaking mad. I don't, I don't t- make to, to pick up the, the shield or anything again, mm. but I pick up my, my war hammer mm-hmm. and I look back at her and I'm like, I don't give a damn if it is out of fear. The gods are not gods. They're children that have been given too much power for their own good. Whether you worship them out of fear or out of love or out of whatever damn else, someone needs to open your eyes and someone needs to open theirs. And I swing my war hammer at the, sh- the mirror that she's reaching her hand out of. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you slam your hammer against that mirror and the hammer actually kind of gets stuck in it. Mm-hmm. It's almost like kind of like in like jelly, you okay. know? And so it like kind of is in there and you kind of pull it loose Mm -hmm. and the mirror just sort of ripples and your mom and dad just start laughing and laughing and laughing uh and they start to get taller and bigger larger towering over you yeah looking down upon you and you're having this memory of your childhood and looking up at your mom and looking up at your dad and you're now remembering them saying to you that it didn't matter what you did. They would always love you. Nothing would ever stop that. Mm-hmm. And you didn't have to believe because you had questioned them on that day. So yeah. the first time that you had gone up to your mom and said, I don't really believe that. Yeah. And, you know, she was a little taken aback. She said, you know, I want you to be like me one day. And your father kind of stepped in and said, no, no, no. Whatever you be, just shine as bright as you can. Mm-hmm. And as long as you do that, then whether you believe or not, you'll be doing the great work that I know you can. Mm-hmm. And as you remember that, you, the room starts to fill with light again. Okay. And you notice now, reflecting off of your shield, is a beam of light. Ooh. And what you now realize is that your shield now has a mirror on the front of it. Oh, okay. And so... So I pick my shield back up. Okay. Guardian, it is your duty to protect the child. Follow the navigator. 
take the child to where it must go and use this to always see what is right. And as you hear that, and as you hold up that shield, the mirror at the end of the hall opens. Okay. I walk through. Okay. Am I in the same hallway as him now? We'll find out. Okay. <laughs> Brittany. Mm-hmm. So. She's sobbing and like walking back and forth, crying and a mess. Sister, are you okay? Do I recognize it as little Christina? Yes. I am not okay. Nothing is okay. But sister, you said if I was always with you, everything would be okay. I'll never leave you. She like looks up from her like cradled body as there a little Christina standing. Yep. Uh, Brittany like crawls very slowly <laughs> over to the image and like tries to envelop young Christina into mm-hmm. her arms. And as you do, yeah, you reach through and little arms of Christina come back and hold you. And you remember, you feel this memory, you feel this hug. It holds you and it is, you realize this is the thing that has anchored you and held you together. And Brittany's crying now, but it's not like wild or rageful. It's more like tears of joy. And she's like whispering to this image of Christina, like, I will protect you. I will not let nothing ever, ever hurt you ever. You are my everything. And as you do that and you pull your hands back out of the mirror in your hands, you find two quills. Uh, And those quills have little tiny little mirrors kind of dangling from them. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you hear the voice speak to you. Scribe, you must tell the journey of the child so that the world may know what happens. Because without the prophecy being written, then it can never come to be. And as you hear that, the door at the end of the hallway opens. I take... uh another moment even though the image of Christina has faded I just hold her close to me you hold the memory yeah the memory very close to me and Brittany eventually takes the quills stands up glamours herself so nothing (laughs) looks like nothing was amiss and struts (laughs) through the door all right Christina Mm -hmm. so Brittany, mirror Brittany just yelled at you and mm-hmm. berated you. What do you do? Well, I'm crying. Mm-hmm. And I yell back at her. I know this is what you want, but this is not what I want. And I'll help you, but I'm not going to stay if this is what's going to be. And that's okay. You can fly away, bird. But I'll always be there for you. And she holds out her hands for you. They hug her. And as you do, uh, she puts something into your hand. And it's a little vial that seems mirrored on the inside. Oh, interesting. And there's a liquid back and forth sloshing through it, kind of mercurial. I turn around. Yeah. Trying to inspect it. Yeah. And then you hear, healer, it will be your duty to fix the problems along the way. You must go to the child when it is in need and help it. And in doing so, you must also help your friends. 
And as you hear that, the door at the end of the hallway opens. Okay. I walk through. And now, you all find yourself back in that first room. All four of us together? All four of you together. All having gone through this traumatic emotional experience. (laughs) (laughs) So let's never talk about that. (laughs) Um, I guess I'm going to just silently walk through this hallway a little bit Mm -hmm. and look down. You said there was other pathways. Yeah. And it's all more mirrors just in every direction. Mm -hmm. But what you also noticed is that the door in in the front opened as well. Oh, and now everyone that's out there can see you. Okay. Everyone that's out there. Yeah. Are they looking directly in or they just can see us? They can. They don't. No one's looking at you now. So you see Hex still fighting with Ravo Mm -hmm. uh, underneath the moonlight. You see the lizard folk all kind of swarming around waiting to try and get at uh, Ravo. Is it possible to determine how much time has elapsed? It seems like almost no time has elapsed. Mm -hmm. But you definitely feel like you were inside there for some time. Mm -hmm. Could have been hours. Could have been days. Mm -hmm. It's hard to tell in a place like that. Um, But you also see Pentar now dragging behind him silver shackles. Oh, mm. God. Yeah. Okay. And so he's kind of like heading over towards Ravo. Um, y'all, we can leave now. We should save Ravo. We should get the hell out of here. Yeah, let's get out now. Um, we need we need plan. <laughs> yeah, uh, I We've mean. We've never had a plan before. Let's just go. We're in a terrible position here. Uh, I was given a telescope. Were you guys given anything? Yeah, but I don't think there's a time to talk about it. We should probably help Robbo now. But they told me I was the navigator. And I don't know, maybe I can figure out which way we need to go? Well, then use it. I don't know how. I start Isn't it like a telescope? Yeah. Through it. So as you're looking through it, a couple of things that you notice. You know, first of all, it's a telescope. You can extend it, you know, see farther distances and mm-hmm. whatnot. It also kind of rotates as like a little bit like almost like what? Like, like a, a kaleidoscope? Kind of, kind of like a kaleidoscope. Yeah. <gasps> Um, so as you're kind of messing with it, what you're noticing is as you're like kind of turning, you're seeing the world differently. Colors are shifting. Places are moving. And as you're kind of like looking around inside the mirrored hall, you're noticing that as you turn the telescope, doors are opening. Oh. To different places. Oh. Weird. And you're not sure where they go, but you can see them. All right. Crazy idea. We run out, grab Ravo, pull him in here, and book it through one of these doors. I don't know what's behind it, but I have a feeling they won't be able to follow us. You pick a door. I'll run up to Ravo. I'll Misty Step him here. Can you can you touch people with a Misty Step? I don't know. <laughs> you can. Uh, well, but I can only cast Dimension Door once, so if I... Okay, here's what I need you to do, Alice. I need you to go create a distraction very quick. You got it. Um, I will. We already used the potion, didn't we? Yes. Um, yeah. That's okay. Um, Can I cast spells from this area? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I will just run and then dimension door Ravo and I back here. And then I would like to try to stop 
Pentar from putting the shackles on him. So I like to cast Polymorph on him. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I'm going to... Ra- like, is Ravo and Hex still, like, entangled, like, yeah. in fight? Yeah. I would, Seems like Hex is probably starting to get the better of him. I'd like to... My, my plan, anyway, mm-hmm. is to run out, kick Hex away from mm-hmm. Ravo, and then cast Moonbeam in between the two of them. Um, okay. Yeah. Ooh. So, me and you should go out together. Okay. Yeah. I'll be right behind you. Okay. So, you charge out... There's a couple of lizard folk in front of you uh, who, you know, they don't really, they're not seeing you as you're doing this. They're all focused on what's going on. As you're doing this, you run by Pentar, who kind of like looks at you like, what the, and like <laughs> mid word. I cast Polymorph. And uh, it's, What is he? Uh, <laughs> I'm into, turn him into a centaur. Turn him into no. a kitten. Yeah, like no. something cute. I was thinking more <laughs> like a squid. Okay. A squid. He can't move? Yeah, fair. All right. So yeah, he like looks he like what the and then turns into a squid and so just like can't move, splats can't on the ground. Pick up and yeah, he's kinda like He's just sort of flopping. Flopping. Right? Tentacles. Yeah. Yep. And Atlas, you're running, charging into this group of lizard folk, and you kind of smash a couple of them to the side. Yep. Hex looks back at you and you check him yep. with your shield. And he gets launched back, mm-hmm. and you cast Moonbeam? I cast Moonbeam, like, okay. almost immediately right where he was standing. Like, mm-hmm. it's just so it's in between us and him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah. All right. And at your feet, there's Ravo. Yeah. And you're holding up your, you know, your shields, yeah. you know. And actually, some of the Moonbeam is kind of, like, glancing off of it and reflecting outward. And so a couple of little hits of Moonbeam blast a couple of the... Uh, uh, lizard folk that are gathered around. Uh, and then do you Misty step or what do you do? Uh, well, no, I'm I'm with oh, okay. Atlas because I was running. Right. Because you're running behind. Yeah. That's right. Yep. That's right. So as Atlas like cast Moonbeam, I like lean down mm-hmm. and I look back up at Atlas and I was like, all right, I'm going. Go for it. I touched uh, Ravo and we both uh, mm-hmm. dimension door back to where we where Christina and Rhaegar are okay. in the hallway. Yeah. And I Misty step. Okay. Yeah. Everybody's inside. Yep. All right. And then, so I got my telescope and uh-huh. I'm focusing on a door. And so, as you're doing that, you're kind of you're like doing that. Mm-hmm. Hex has immediately like walked around the moonbeam mm-hmm. and is charging straight for yep. the Hall of a Thousand Mirrors. We gotta go this door, everybody! Now, go, go, go! All right. Pile in. So mm-hmm. you run uh, through this door. And as you do, you look back and you see Hex like hurtle into the Hall of a Thousand Mirrors and he's charging behind you uh, furious. But as he is, you also see him kind of stop. And he turns. And the last thing you see is him staring into one of the mirrors. Yeah. And then you're out. And you find yourself back on your ship. What? The airship? Yep. Back in Wormwatch? Back in Wormwatch. Okay. And you're all, all plopped all right in front of Dregus, who is like, <laughs> guys? Did like we fall from the sky or did like a, the, the basically like a weird magic door open up? We just piled in. Yeah, I was sitting here and I was uh, eating. Hey, Dregus. Hey, uh, and <laughs> you guys just sort of... 
Yeah. You opened a door. It's a long story. Roughly where that stool is. Yeah. And it's a good door. Am I asleep? No, wait, maybe. Stop drinking. That'll never happen. <laughs> I'm going to drink more. Is there a bot? Is there a bottle near Dragus? Yes. In fact, Brittany takes it and starts chugging it. I, I hold out my hand. Okay, to so it is you. This well. is the real you. Okay. I don't know what just happened, but is this is this an illusion? I'm looking for mirrors. I pinched you. Sure. Yeah. Ow! This is a good illusion. <laughs> We're back on the ship. We're back on the ship, and we have to protect the child. I walk over to Brittany. I sit next to her, and I hug her. Mm-hmm. And oh. I hug you back. And then I take the wine. And I start to share. I'm sorry, Dragus. Eh, I'm not sorry. You can have it. <laughs> and I think that's where we're going to end that episode. Hey, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Hero Squad podcast. Normally, this is where I tell y'all that we live stream these sessions of Hero Squad every other week over at twitch.tv slash stumpgamers. However, there's been a change in plans there. Full disclosure, today's episode was not supposed to be our season finale. In fact, we actually already did a Hero Squad livestream that takes place after this episode that you just listened to. And then we've been planning on doing another livestream, and that other livestream would have been our season finale. However, because of the current epidemic and quarantining, we're not really planning on getting together locally to stream for a while. So even though we've already streamed four more episodes, which, by the way, if you're a Twitch subscriber, you can watch those four other episodes on the Twitch VOD right now. Anyway, because even though we've already streamed four more episodes, today's episode felt like more of a natural climactic finale for an unexpected season ending, if that makes sense. There will be a season three, but we sort of want to maintain quality of this Hero Squad series uh, instead of trying to do it remotely over Skype or something like that. Uh, so instead of trying to do it remotely online, we're probably just going to wait until this epidemic is over and we can get together locally again to continue with this D&D Hero Squad series. That doesn't mean that we won't be doing role-playing. We are planning on doing some remote Skype one-off role-plays, which will be live-streamed, and we will be posting episodes of those over to the Hero Squad YouTube channel. So you should totally subscribe to that channel and totally follow us on Twitch if you're not already. Uh, We are going to be taking suggestions for which one-offs you guys would like to see us play. We're taking those suggestions over on our Patreon. Speaking of, I'd like to give a big thank you to our patrons that help support Hero Squad and our patron producers, Jessica Belton and Edmund Michael Cara. If you guys are interested in helping us pick out some of those one-off role plays, we have a post up on our Patreon right now where we're taking those suggestions and we will be posting a poll soon where you guys will actually get to vote on the next one that we play. Check that stuff out over at patreon.com stumped. Lastly, I hope you guys are all doing well and staying safe. Your support really does mean the world to us. With that, tune in next time to find out what happens on Hero Squad.